0: Hello, my little holiday elves, and welcome back to our five days of Gifmas week. Each day, we'll be posting a little Christmas treat for you up until Christmas Eve today. Now please know now and going forward that our show is not intended for younger listeners, so you may need to wait until you have some private time to listen because we like to use some naughty language and definitely talk sometimes about some uncomfortable situations. A special note about today's episode is there are some discussions about Santa that are definitely not for little ears who may be questioning Santa's existence. So again, you may need to listen at a time when the younger ones aren't around. But go ahead and grab your holiday cocktail, and let's start unwrapping! Hello my little elves, welcome to the fifth and final day of Giftmas week. That's right, it is the last day because tomorrow is Christmas. And it has been a blast doing an episode a day for you all. So, on the fifth day of Giftmas, Keeping the Yuletide Gay gave to me some fantastic Christmas memories. I love hearing Christmas memories and traditions from my friends, and from really anyone. So here are a few from this year on the show, as well as some new ones. If you'd like to share a Christmas memory, don't forget you can always email us at keepingtheyuletidegay@gmail.com, at gmail.com or leaving us a 60-second voicemail at anchor.fm slash keepingtheyuletidegay.
1: One of my favorite Christmas memories is um, John and I had just started dating. we have been dating um, for a couple of months, and he invited me to um, go to his sister's for Christmas, um, which was about a four-hour trip. And we get there and everybody's opening presents and everything and um, I didn't think that they would have anything for me and then they pulled out um, a present just for me and um, his sister had gotten me um, a teddy bear, a little Christmas teddy bear, and it had a gift card on it. And I thought that was really special because we had only been dating for a couple months And even if it was last second, they remembered to get me something so I would have something to open. So that's one of my favorite Christmas memories. And that I just eventually ended up becoming part of that family um, like six months later is a bonus.
2: My favorite Christmas memory is getting up early in the morning, opening gifts that Santa left, and of course my mom and dad left, and then uh, playing with our toys in the morning and then going to grandma's house.
3: So one Christmas memory I would like to share is, um, we had gone to visit our friends. We've been friends with these, uh, people for over 20 years and we were helping our goddaughter and godsons, uh, decorate the tree. It was, it was so much fun. And, um, so then Chris, my husband, handed my goddaughter my engagement ring, and um, he actually told her, um, she said, she said, Uncle Chris wants to ask you to marry him, <laughs> and I like freaked out. I had no idea that that was going to happen at all, and um, yeah, that's one of my absolute favorite Christmas memories.
4: So, yeah, one of my favorite Christmas memories is um, it's not specifically tied to a specific year. It's just kind of one of those traditions that we had in our family. Um, So my um, my brother and my father uh, both have Christmas birthdays. They were both born on Christmas Day. So uh, what we always did in our family was that we would sort of separate that out and we would do a lot of our Christmas traditions starting on Christmas Eve. So we would have a special meal that we had on Christmas Eve, um, you know, kind of a different meal. It was like a fried fish sandwich and split peas and potatoes and this um, kind of bitter mushroom soup that's like made with sauerkraut juice and other things. And, and uh, it's pretty good. But um, we would do that on Christmas Eve. And then usually after we ate in the afternoon, we would then open all of our Christmas presents that were you know from each other and from the family and then you know probably about six or seven o'clock um you know after we opened everything it was kind of a bummer because we would have to start getting ready for church um we always I was raised Catholic and we always went to uh midnight mass so and and it usually started around I think the mass started at 11 o'clock and it would you know there would be like special christmas songs and things like that and so we would get to church probably around 10 or 10:30 um sit through church from 11 to 12 wish everybody a merry christmas and then we would head home after that um and the the part that's really like memorable for me was you know we get home and it would be cold outside and you know my our family of 5 would be in the car and we'd pull up to the house And, um, you know, somebody from, you know, my parents would go into the house. Like one of them would stay behind with us. And the other one would say, you know, we, we have to run in the house and make sure everything's clear and make sure, you know, Santa's been there and that you're not, we're not interrupting him, um, putting out presents and things like that. So then, you know, whatever parent, like usually my dad would go into the house and he would go find all the stockings and everything and all the extra, like, you know, special gifts like, um. Uh, like when we got our Nintendo and everything one year. And he would put all that stuff under the tree. And then he'd come get us and he'd say, you know, Santa's been here. So y'all can come in and, you know, get your stockings and your presents from Santa. So we'd just be like sitting in the car. I don't even know how much time would pass. It was like five or ten minutes. We were always like, oh my God, what's taking so long? We want to get in there and see our, our presents, you know. And it was always hard because like, you know, when we got our we got our stuff for on Christmas Eve, and we'd go to church where I was like, God, we just got all these presents, we just want to play with them, not go to church. But um, it always just made it special, because we'd come home from church, go through that whole thing. We weren't smart enough as kids, I guess, to realize that my parents were actually just, like, in there, or one of the parents was in there putting this stuff under the tree to surprise us. But we'd go in, and our stockings would just be magically there, and we'd be all excited and start opening presents and, um, you know, going through our stockings. And there was always, like, you know, like a finale present, like a Nintendo or something. Like the year we got, yeah, the Nintendo with like the track and field pad and all that stuff. So that was just, you know, something that my parents found a way to do. It's like, how do you, you know, still surprise kids and make them believe in Santa uh, for a few years uh, and, you know, make it work, especially when um, you don't have that, you know, middle of the night where, where the kids are sleeping and you get to sneak everything, you have to do it because everybody's been, you know, away at church. So, but it was always fun because we'd always be up until like, you know, two or three in the morning playing with stuff before we finally go to bed. Um, yeah. It's just kind of nice to look back on those memories of, you know, still being sort of innocent and believing in Santa and believing that uh, your parents aren't blatantly lying to you when they say wait in the car so we can make sure that Santa's putting your presents out. But that was always Uh, something I enjoyed from, you know, that my parents did for us.
2: So one of my favorite Christmas memories is, I think it was 2008-ish, something like that. And Pamela and I had bought our house, which we don't have anymore. But um, both of us growing up didn't have a lot of money and stuff. And so... I know it's weird, but we never had a real Christmas tree, um, either of us. And so we finally had our own house and we were like, forget this, we're doing it. And so we got our first real Christmas tree. And I remember bringing it in and how crazy it was, like cutting the bottom off and trying to figure out what I was doing. And um, so we got it in the house and until you've had one, you really don't realize how strong that smell is and how it just permeates everything. And so it was just wonderful. We actually ended up keeping a piece off the tree just a little bit and uh pamela got one of those clear christmas ornaments so we have it in there and she put on the outside that it was from our first tree and so we hang it on our tree every time which is a little weird for the tree i'm sure but it works and so yeah if you've never had a real tree i highly suggest it and i love that memory because she was so excited so
0: yeah So I always ask my guests to share their Christmas memories or traditions with me when doing the show. And as I was prepping for this show, I realized I've never really given one of mine. One of my absolute favorite Christmas memories ever, uh, of course, is going to involve He-Man. And I remember it was the year that the Fright Zone playset came out, and I really wanted it, and Christmas Day came, and I unwrapped my presents, and I got new He-Man toys and other stuff, and I did not get the Fright Zone. And I was a little disappointed, but um, you know, I was just like, okay, I guess Santa forgot. And within a few moments, there was a knock on our door, and I was like, who's here on Christmas? This is rude, because I was a sassy little kid at the time, too grew up to being a sassy adult, and my mom was like, well just go open the door and see who it is. And I opened the door, and on Christmas Day, standing there was Santa Claus. And I got real quiet, and I looked at the door, and I looked at my parents, and he said, ho ho ho, hi Jason, Uh, can I come in? And I was like, no, (laughs) because I don't know who you are. And um, my parents eventually convinced me to let Santa in. And he said, you know, I'm really sorry. I had to stop back by your house because I left three presents in my bag. And I know it's the three things that you and your brother and your sister really wanted. So he handed each of us a present and we all unwrapped them. And Santa brought me the Fright Zone playset, And I was so shocked and so surprised. I started asking, tons of questions. I was like, where's the sleigh? Where are your reindeer? Um, I opened the front door and he was like, they're on the roof. And I opened the front door and I stepped outside and there was nothing. And I go, I don't see them. He goes, well, of course they're invisible right now. I can't let everyone know Santa forgot presents. And I was still just so shocked. I even looked down the street to see if there were any cars I didn't recognize just in case this was somebody pretending to be Santa. And um, there wasn't. And I just remember being so surprised and so like in awe. And eventually my mom and dad said, okay, well Santa's gotta get back, right Santa? And Santa's like, yep, I gotta I gotta get home. Mrs. Claus is kind of mad that I forgot your presents. And um, so my parents took me inside to say, hey, let's go open up your toys. And then they closed the front door. And by the time I remembered to go check, Santa was already gone. And years later I asked my parents about that visit and they said we just wanted to make sure you had one more really great christmas with santa just in case your belief started to wane and that will always be one of the if not the best memories i've have of christmas
5: My favorite Christmas, like memory and tradition that we did in my family was uh, every Christmas Eve, our grandparents um, had a big Christmas Eve party. It was, it was huge. It was even Santa came. Santa came and all the kids sat on Santa's lap. Santa came in a a police officer car. It was one of Grandpa's friends. Um, And it was, one thing I loved about it is that everybody could make time and find time to come to the Christmas Eve party at Grandma and Grandpa's. There was tons of food. Um, And I want to have a party at my house on Christmas Eve and be that, that tradition, like in my own home, because it doesn't interfere with your Christmas morning when families are getting up and watching kids open presents or sleeping in and then doing all the running for family stuff. Like, most everybody is going to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I can go by Kristen's house on Christmas Eve for a couple of hours. How great. It kind of brings everybody together that isn't just family before they they run off into the chaos of Christmas morning.
0: Those were wonderful memories, and we've made so many new ones this year. There's only... I guess one thing left to say. We want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We hope it's full of love, goodwill, and of course, cheer. Dear listeners, do be safe and don't drink so much that you get yourself pissed. (laughs) And for goodness sakes, stay off the naughty list. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Please join us again in January for all new episodes of Keeping the Yuletide Gay with Gason. We wish you a Merry Christmas and the First Noel were provided by
4: FreeXmasMP3.com.